How aware are you of the hidden dangers lurking in your everyday life? Discover the small, seemingly innocent choices we make that are silently and negatively impacting our health in today's episode. Please note, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is intended for a mature audience. Episodes may be triggering, and you are only encouraged to listen further if you are of sound mind. If ever in immediate distress, please dial 911 or reach out to your local emergency support service providers. Never forget that your feelings matter and that this difficult time will eventually pass. Don't ever be ashamed to ask for the help that you need. The views, opinions, and the information expressed on this program are those of the individuals involved and do not constitute professional advice. We are not responsible for any losses, damages, or liabilities that may arise from the use of this podcast. This program is an extension of Nicole's life's work, and if you'd like to financially support our collective mission of elevating consciousness and eradicating poverty, please consider becoming a paid Growth Seekers Welcome Member. For just $1 a day, your sponsorship contribution helps us produce insightful episodes like this. Plus, you'll enjoy special member-only perks like events and private Q&As with Nicole. You can learn more at growthseekerswelcome.com. Your attention and support mean everything. If you receive value from what you hear, please leave a thoughtful rating and review on your preferred listening app and share the show with friends and family. Your encouragement is greatly appreciated. You talk to a lot of really high-functioning people, and I'm curious what you see missing most when you go out into the world that you know is in the best interest of your neighbors to know, but that maybe isn't making it as far as you'd like to see it, things that you talk about on your show, things that you have personally come to understand and teach. What do you see missing out in the world? Oh, so many things. <laughs> I'm really taken aback by how many people don't know there's day-to-day objects are like destroying their health. Little little things like holding a cell phone to your head, drinking from a plastic bottle, touching a receipt, eating fried food. These are all known to cause cancer, cause cause disease, disrupt hormones. And it's everywhere. So when I go out into the world and I see people or smell people like wearing cologne, if you can smell a a man-made scent, so um, your liver is processing it. If you can smell a fragrance, it is in your bloodstream. And it is crazy to think about how how we're poisoning ourselves. I was sick for many years. I was told I'd never have kids. I had polycystic ovarian syndrome, type 2 diabetes, chronic adrenal fatigue, chronic infections. I was on uh, lots of antibiotics and drugs and um, the MDs had nothing for me. And I suffered and suffered and suffered my my, uh, 20s and my 30s, uh, half of my 30s, most of my 20s and half my 30s. I was just like crying myself to sleep. I, I felt there were days when I actually felt like I was dying, like my heart would start racing. And I felt like I was my I was falling. It was the weirdest sensation. It was um, very scary. And I found no answers from medical doctors and from the medical establishment. And I was just told, take these drugs and you're just, you're going to have to accept that you're just going to sick for the rest of your life. And so it was uh, uh, my journey along finding how to be healthy that 
I had to realize I had to be the black sheep. I had to be the complete oddball who would say like no to fried food and gluten, no to nonstick cookware, like no to things that 99% of people out there think is safe and look at you like you're weird, like, like you're some kind of nut for saying no to these conveniences because they hurt, they, they, they hurt me. They, they hurt me, they hurt others, but everyone has a different, you know, threshold or tolerance for toxins. And I was, I guess, fortunate enough to have a lower threshold than others because it made me seek answers. And I was able to reverse all those health issues using natural medicine. And that's why I do what I do now. And I mentored under naturopaths and I've been health coaching for the last 12 years because I suffered for so long and I was told I'd never have kids and we conceived naturally. We have an amazing, wonderful, healthy eight and a half year old boy. And we would never have had him in our life if I had just continued doing what everyone else is doing. But you have to be willing to go against the grain. You have to be willing to get a little inconvenient in order to strip the toxicity from your life. And that's just physical things. You know, there's mental and emotional things and, and foundations of health that people largely ignore, but they also haven't been taught it because in our society, we focus on seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, you know, a, a lot of stuff that is uh, degrading to our soul. And then people are just empty. So then they're filling themselves with substances that are socially acceptable, like alcohol and vaping and sugar. Um, and then just, you know, binging whatever shows on TV and trying to numb yourself out. So, you know, we live these really superficial lives. We're seeking these superficial things like filling the void with material goods and then not really taking care of our bodies, feeling horrible. And then we want to mask and numb out that feeling of horrible instead of go go deep and ask those hard questions like, you know, what really fulfills me? What do I really want to do with my life? What brings me joy? And what pleasure can I abstain from in order to give myself long-term happiness? Right. So there's there's so there's so many things that we have to be willing to be uncomfortable. I think that's the first step. We have to be willing to say no to the little in the little conveniences that have led led to uh, created this, we've created this toxic life through saying yes to all these conveniences. Well, and that's what makes the world go round. You're at the leading edge of understanding health because you had to be. It was part of your journey. And so as you sought answers and you found healing and you found ways not only to heal things that were broken, but you found ways to get ahead of the breaking of them and to take care of yourself in a new way. And as you were able to take care of yourself in a new way, all of the stories that you had been told about what was true for you became lies. None of it mattered anymore. You overcame things like being told you're never going to be able to have children. And, you know, you got yourself off of meds. I'm assuming I got myself off of meds. And when we deal with dis-ease, it means something's out of balance. And so if we can figure that out and take care of what needs to be taken care of before it breaks, then we don't have to worry about healing something that's broken, right? 
But as we know this, we collectively create more toxicity so that we collectively have more to overcome. Because if we have nothing to overcome, then we are not a part of the system, right? When you figure out how to not purchase from those big corporations that are putting toxins into products and labeling them as safe and healthy, you are, again, ahead of the curve. And so you're taking, you're, you're choosing to create or investigate or, or find ways to live in alignment with what you know to be true health as you learn true health, you teach true health, and you live true health. And that's a recipe for a lot of people to go <laughs> broke, right? So either you're broken and they benefit or you benefit and they go broke. That's the, the holistic nature of things too, right? There's supply and demand. And as we look at, you know, you mentioned gluten and we know that the way we are processing food and turning it mm -hmm. into product is killing us. We know this. There is no confusion about that at the highest level. And yet food science is a thing, right? And we look, how do we put out the lowest possible quality that's going to sell and make us money? We can fix it later, right? It doesn't matter if people are going to get sick from it or whatever. It doesn't matter what we know. As people started wising up, just, just taking gluten, for example, if something becomes a problem and people talk about it and they learn about it through people like you and programs and, and books and all the things and their own personal inner journeys and their medical journeys and all the things, and they get more aware and then they want to, they, they say, well, this is not okay. We need better. And so then the big guy goes, well, you're asking for better. We're going to give you better. This is the buzzword. This is the buzzword. This is the buzzword. I mean, I don't know about you, but I remember back when labeling started having to happen on food products. I remember organic. I mean, the things that are sold as organic are rarely organic in, in reality, but they meet certain specifications that marketing and business and government have collectively said, okay, this meets the standards. Now we can use this word. And this is what dilutes any message that is heard on the leading edge often before it reaches the mainstream population. Does that make any sense? Yeah. When I went gluten-free 12 years ago, there's almost no gluten-free products on the market. And the gluten-free section of my super healthy, crunchy grocery store was just maybe three feet wide and two shelves. It was, it, there was almost nothing. And now there's whole stores dedicated, in my area at least, there are gluten-free stores. And every single grocery store, even the Mainstream grocery stores have gluten-free aisles. Why? Because they can charge double or more for gluten-free products. Which a lot of the products are just as toxic. In, in different ways, yes. Just because something is void of something doesn't make it healthier. The other ingredients can, can definitely make up for that. There's more choices. Anytime there's, there's, a, there's a demand for something, there's, the market's going to fill right? With a lot of nasty stuff, but there are some good companies out there. There are good hearted people who are ethical. They're few and far between, but they're there and we've got to find them. We've got to support them. But here's the thing. As that company grows, they, they eventually will sell to a big company. And so we just have to kind of keep our, 
our our ear to the ground and and occasionally uh, internet search your favorite companies, non-toxic companies you're buying from, and just make sure they haven't, they're not in the news for like being bought by some larger company. And if they have, go find another company that's a, a startup, that's a like a mom and pop, you know, something uh, coming out of someone's garage. And I love those. I love that there's a need for it. And there's a, for example, and we're just go, going on the gluten-free thing. Um, there's several moms I know in my area who bake allergy friendly like breads and and cookies and muffins and they're in the facebook groups and so if you're looking for a birthday cake for your son and kids the kids some kids have allergies you can order from her it now it's you know it's cooked in, in a mom's kitchen and she's the one decorating it um but you're putting money into her pocket and you're getting you know what the ingredients are i love finding local like when I say small business, I mean like one woman, one woman business, uh, finding them. And it's worth it for me to spend a few more dollars extra for something, knowing that that money is going right into her pocket instead of buying some something toxic. I love that as well. I love everything about collaboration. I love everything about supporting each other in being our best, as in our best holistically, how we feel good and how we do good. Though by doing that, there's friction, right? You've got to find those people and you've got to give up that convenience that you were talking about earlier. Instead of just making an Instacart order, you actually go to multiple places. You know, you have, there's always going to be a trade-off, but when we know what we want and health is the desired outcome, then it's important to take a look at what behaviors are supporting this desired outcome and which behaviors are not supporting. And I think a lot of times when people think about or when people talk about what's healthy and unhealthy, it's like we are living in an unhealthy environment and all things point us to the path of least resistance for the bottom dollar. So as long as we're feeding the machine, they're going to tell us anything that we want to hear to make us feel good about our purchasing decisions. And if you want truth, and then, then you have to give up the lies. I, I yeah, there's definitely those times when it's like I, I I'm I I work a full time job or two jobs. I have to pick up the kids from school. I have to take Jimmy to soccer practice. Like there's times when we don't have any time to take care of ourselves, let alone, you know, make better choices in our in our day to day life. And so I like to lean back on the good, better, best model. If you can't, for example, I'm just going to use the vegetables because it's an easy one. But like if you can't cook locally sourced organic produce, that's fresh, fresh vegetables, um, then frozen is better, right? So if, if there's good, better, and best, best would be like the local, local farm to table organic. Good is organic frozen vegetables and sorry, a uh, better. And then the good is like open up a can of, of green beans. I mean, that's not the optimal by any means, but choose what level you can today. So if it's like, I only have five minutes today that to, to dedicate towards making these small changes in my life to switch over to be non-toxic. It just takes, first of all, that conscious effort to say, 
I want to make the little, the, the, hun, the hundred plus little things in my life that are causing toxicity in my environment every day. I want to get rid of them. Let's say you transformed one thing a day. In a year, you're going to have a non-toxic life, right? Just, just one thing a day. And sometimes, you know, oh, on Sundays, maybe do two because you have more time. I don't know. And make it, it, make it a game, gamify it, make it fun. But you can slowly make this shift. Um, I'm not, I'm not into talking about the politics of like, whether there's global warming or whether there's, you know, carbon footprint. My thing is you, you can't, you, we, we can argue on political sides, right? That's how they want us. They want us arguing. They want us divided. And it's, it's actually a, a, a well-established unknown tactic that's been happening in the United States as part of the propaganda machine that other people, other countries are studying the, the American propaganda uh, so it's pretty wild to see that we can't see it because we're like a goldfish in a fishbowl. We can't see our own water, but you've experienced it. You've experienced it and it's been mounting and uh, getting bigger and bigger the last five years or 10 years. But we have been mounted a, a war against us, you know, left versus right. And it's ridiculous because we all want the same thing. It doesn't matter what political side you're on. We all want the same thing. We all want healthy happy lives. We want to get along with our neighbors. We want to live long, healthy lives. We want our children to grow up healthy. We want our our parents to be healthy. Like we just all want the same thing. So it doesn't matter what, what they call it. Pollution is hurting us. The chemicals in our water, in our food, in our air, and it's all hurting us. And so one by one, we can make changes and affordable changes too, to make a huge impact on our health. But yes, it's going to be a little bit inconvenient, a little bit painful at first because you're giving up the conveniences, but you can gamify it, make it fun. And I noticed a big shift in my health when I, when I went organic, I, we, this is 2008, we made a conscious decision to shop the primer of the grocery store. So we gave up a lot of processed foods and we, we bought organic. And in that one month, my chronic infections for which I was on nonstop antibiotics for went away. And I thought to myself, like, I still felt like crap because I had a lot of health issues. But I thought to myself, if I could make my immune system go in a positive direction just from switching to organic and cutting out some processed food, what else can I do? In one month, in one month, I was able to make a huge positive health change. And yeah, a few, few years later, I, I completely reversed all those health issues and we conceived naturally. And, and it's been a journey ever since, and I'm still learning every day. I'm still learning because it becomes fun. It beca once you start getting results, you start feeling really good. And once you get more happiness in your life, more fulfillment, and you, you just want to dig deeper to find more ways that you can gamify and improve your life on all levels. Absolutely. Reflecting on the conveniences in your life that you've accepted as harmless how might these choices be negatively affecting your health and well-being more than you realize? What steps can you take today to reduce your exposure to everyday toxins and move towards a more mindful, health-focused lifestyle? We'd love to hear what comes up for you, so join us in the private Growth Seekers Welcome Membership community or share it with us on the socials using the hashtag GrowthSeekersWelcome. If you receive value from this episode, please subscribe and share this podcast with friends and family who might also benefit from the wisdom expressed. Your thoughtful rating and review is always appreciated as it helps conscientious growth seekers like you find our channel. Thank you for listening. We look forward to hearing from you soon at growthseekerswelcome.com. Until next time, peace be with you.